Hello there. This is your host Jagpreet Kaur, a certified nutritionist and yoga instructor, and you are listening to the Healthy Pinch podcast. Today, we will be discussing how to reverse a pre-diabetic condition. So, let us first understand exactly what is meant by pre-diabetes and why it is so important to reverse it. Blood sugar levels that are higher than normal but not yet high enough to be diagnosed as type 2 diabetes are referred to as pre-diabetes. Pre-diabetes can develop into type 2 diabetes if it is not treated, which can have detrimental effects on one's health. So, I'll tell you exactly what happened. How did I get to know that I was pre-diabetic and what steps did I follow after I got to know about the condition? Somewhere around 4 to 5 years ago when I joined this company there was a health checkup done for every employee for free and I was a part of it. There were multiple tests done in that checkup. The test happened and my random test of blood sugar was higher than the normal levels. However, because it was a random test and we had not fasted for the blood test, the practitioner said it was normal. Perhaps it's because you've eaten. But somewhere along the way this thought began to bother me greatly after those test results. Later in the day, we discover that if you want a thorough examination, you must pay a fee to reserve your appointment. As a result our company was essentially marketing that health checkup brand in which we received all of our basic tests for free but had to pay a fee for additional tests. I went and scheduled a full body checkup for the following day just to find out if everything was all right with me. The practitioner visited my home early the following morning to collect my blood test samples. The test results followed in 2 days. I went to get that report since we were receiving a free medical consultation in exchange for that sum. According to the test results, I had very low levels of vitamin B12 and vitamin D and was pre-diabetic. The medical expert was very knowledgeable. She provided me with excellent direction. Well, how I was able to surpass the typical levels of vitamin B12 and now have a very good level of it is is a completely different story and i can assure you that i'll share them with you all in the upcoming episodes and it's very obvious that we get less vitamin d these days because we work in air conditioned spaces and get less sunlight exposure simply spending more time outdoors in the sun is necessary at least 15 to 20 minutes in the early morning hours before 9 am can be beneficial now Returning to the main topic of this episode, pre-diabetes, let's take a closer look. So the moment she said that you're pre-diabetic, I was like, "How?" But she explained it's very common to get into that condition if your lifestyle habits are not good. She also mentioned that pre-diabetes can turn into diabetes in a span of 10 years, mostly. But there is a very good chance that it does not happen because you can easily reverse this condition. The medical professional also said that you might eventually develop diabetes due to heredity if someone in your family, especially your mother or father, does. However, that wasn't the case in my situation. So at least I was happy about it. And now was the time when she explained everything in detail. She said that it is very easy to reverse this condition. 
If you decide to start working out regularly, try playing a sport three days a week, going for walks or doing yoga. Apart from that, you need to fix your eating habits. Say no to junk food or fast food and adapt a healthy lifestyle. Eat more proteins, green leafy vegetables, salads, fruits, etc. She asked about my daily routine and what food habits I had. So while discussing, we found out that I used to have a lot of chocolates, like every day. Every single day I used to have a chocolate, you know, the family pack of dairy milk minis or Amul's choco minis. And I used to have that whole box kept next to my bed. And whenever I used to come from the office and have my dinners, I used to have that before sleeping. I know, you all must be thinking that it's such a bad addiction. So the medical expert advised that you need to stop this. I was clueless about how to do that. So she explained, it's not like I asked you to stop eating chocolates today and you'll be able to do so right away. No, she said, that's not the way our bodies work. Now, it's like an addiction, so it will take time and slowly and steadily, you will be able to give up on that. You need to lessen the quantity and you will have to find ways to do that. Other than that, she asked me to at least walk 10,000 steps a day. Because I was in a corporate job where I spent a minimum of 9 to 10 hours sitting at a desk, my physical activities were zero. Only that I used to walk or run to catch a local train in Mumbai. <laughs> Other than that, I did nothing. No exercise, no sport, no yoga. So, she asked me to incorporate those things too into my life so as to reverse that pre-diabetic condition of mine. Now, let me take you on a deep dive into the ocean of all the things I actually did for myself, which literally helped me come out of this. The medical expert's advice was useful, but my unique perspective on it was also critical. It is said that until and unless it comes from the inner you, that you have to do something or make a change in your life, nothing can change. It's you who can change your life and lifestyle habits. No lecture from someone or good advice can bring about that change in you. But when you realize it by yourself, the magic happens. And for me, it was my inner voice telling me that I had to fix these problems no matter what. Thus, I changed my routine. This is how my day used to start. I used to get up around 6.30 a.m. After getting freshened up, I used to get on my active clothes and go for a jog or run for around 45 minutes to one hour. There was a workout park about two kilometers away from my house where you could run, jog or play something as well as some equipment and machines that were also present there. Every morning, I used to go there and do some physical workout for the day. While coming back, I used to drink coconut water and that was my healthy start to the day. Apart from that, as I mentioned, I used to travel in locals. So from the station to my office, it was a walking journey for me each day and I covered 5 kilometers in that to and fro. Even an added kilometer from a society to the auto stand from where I used to get auto rickshaws to the local station. So, in a day, I used to make sure that I completed 10,000 steps a day. And, to my surprise, a small group of active enthusiasts who were my office colleagues gathered in my office and formed a community-like atmosphere. They used to host challenges every month. 
And in that current month, there was a challenge to complete 10k steps daily, record the step counts and post that screenshot on that community's group. One of the members of that group asked me whether I would like to join that group and I immediately said yes. It's because I was already doing that but with the addition of the challenge word, you become more active, energized and competitive to complete it, isn't it? With that, I became more confident and started posting screenshots of my step counts, which were 10k or more each day. After completing a month, it was announced that I was among the ones who were regular on track each day. And until then, it had become my habit, my lifestyle. Not only that, but I began doing bodyweight exercises after returning from a 20 to 30 minute morning jog via an app. So this is how I fixed my physical workouts and started to be active throughout the day. Come on, let's talk about my daily habit of eating chocolate. I had an idea for that. Why not drink some dark chocolate and eat it? As it is said to have many health benefits. So the following day only, I grabbed Amul's dark chocolate, the bitter one, 90% dark and came back home. And when I took its first bite, I immediately went and threw that up. <laughs> it was so bad, so tasteless and bitter that I was just in shock. How do people enjoy eating such chocolates? Dude, just don't call them chocolates in the first place. You are aware that every food is associated with an emotion. When someone mentions chocolate, your mouth starts watering at the prospect of something sweet, creamy and tasty, right? So I was under the assumption that it would be a little bitter but I did not expect it to be that bitter. And then I tried asking my younger brother who used to stay with me in Mumbai to have a bite. He was just not ready to take a bite. But then once he did, he was furious with me and I laughed out loud. <laughs> now, if you're staying with your brother or sister, what's the fun if you're not committing such crazy things, <laughs> right? Okay. So no one ate that, yes, it was in my fridge for a long time and I eventually threw that chocolate packet away. Then, the other day I went back and bought a less dark version of it which was only 55% dark, came back home and tasted it. Eating that for the first time, I didn't like the taste but it was okay. I again asked my brother to taste it but this time he just ran away and did not taste it, which was pretty much expected. So. Now that I have stopped eating the best chocolates, I started eating the dark ones when I used to get cravings but only one piece per day. Because I did not enjoy the taste, my sugar cravings eventually subsided. Meanwhile, after some weeks, I adapted to that taste. And then if I ate a normal regular chocolate, it made me feel like I was having something extra sweet and I couldn't tolerate that sugar level anymore. And thus, I stopped eating those chocolates. I no longer crave chocolates. Even if someone offers, I will only take a small bite of it because now my taste buds are like, give me something that is not that sweet. Even if my fridge has chocolates, I see them but don't feel like eating them. Yes, it's true. And that's how my sugar cravings were gone. Also, in this process, I learned a lot. So whenever your body craves sugar, many times in the day, it means you're nutrient deficient. Perhaps your body is lacking in a macronutrient or a micronutrient. It has also been discovered that if you have sugar cravings, you may be magnesium deficient. And thus, you need to solve that 
instead of gulping sugar or any sugary food. Now, you will ask, what are the magnesium rich foods that I can have? So without talking about the list of foods to be taken, the best foods to be taken would be dry fruits and nuts. From now on, if you get a sugar craving, go and grab some cashews or your favorite nuts and your craving will be gone. In addition, water can help you control your sugar cravings. Many people drink very little water in a day, less than is normally recommended in a day. In that case, they also might have these sugar cravings many times in a day and you just need to drink a glass of water to subside that. Isn't that a very good tip? If you like the tip, hit the like button. Okay, so when it comes to healthy foods, I also incorporate them into my lifestyle. Basically, whenever I used to come from my office, I was usually very tired and so I used to order some food from outside. If not that, I used to eat very little or unhealthy food which harmed my health. But then, I introduced salads, veggies and fruits to my diet. So after coming from the office, cooking some healthy dishes, using those colorful veggies was like my meditation time. It relieved all of my day's stress. I was enjoying this process. I used to cook spaghetti with lots of veggies, quinoa or dalia salad, vegetable masala oats, chickpea salad with cashews and lemon dressing, stir-fried veggies, boiled sweet potatoes, just plain dals or lentils and many more. So my diet was simple, colorful and nutritious and these were very simple to make and took even less time to cook compared to some vegetable curries. So that was my story about how I reversed my pre-diabetic condition. After incorporating all these things, my health improved and after 3 months when I did the test again, my sugar levels came back to normal and I was super happy with it. Also, my lifestyle has changed for the better. So if any of my listeners who are listening to this podcast are suffering from pre-diabetes or even diabetes, they can reverse their condition by just making some lifestyle changes. It is not difficult, trust me. If I can do it, anybody can do it. Just a reminder, don't stop taking your medications and start doing these things right away because if you're on medications, you need to lower the dose slowly and steadily and not abruptly. And now, with time, I have learned that diabetes or pre-diabetes can also be reversed with the help of yoga. So if you want to join our yoga sessions or if you need a personalized diet chart related to your health condition, contact us on Instagram. Our social media handle is at the range Healthy Pinch Fam. You can also visit our website healthypinch.com and subscribe to us so that you get notified of health updates, tips and tricks and much more. Thank you for tuning into today's episode on how did I reverse my pre-diabetic condition. I hope you found this extremely beneficial. If yes, do give a thumbs up and share this podcast with your friends and family members. Until next time, stay healthy and happy.